Welcome to the Golf Hour. Did it record? Yes. Is good? It's recording. All right, it's kind of cold. I'm gonna turn this up. Oh, it's so cold in here. Welcome back to episode number forty-six, seven, six of the Jagoff Hour. Uh, today we have joining us for the very first time. First time ever. Very first time. The Abominable Snowman, Isaac Roosevelt. Yeah. Abominable. <laughs> as always, we have the uh the <laughs> shit um the slippiest the sl- the most slippery and. Fastest man with a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> we have young Sam. I kill the yo-yos. The intro today, not great. But hey, <laughs> we're here. We're here, and we're back with jagging it today. Um. Yep. So, as of. September 9th, right? September 9th, Israel Adesanya got punked. Oh, yeah, he got beat the fuck up. That one was very interesting. Um, I think it was, like, one of the biggest upsets of the year easily, and there's been a lot of pretty big upsets this year. Um, but Sean Strickland, by decision against Adesanya, and he almost fucking took him out in the first round, but something nobody saw coming much like nobody saw Justin Gaethje head kicking Dustin Poirier you know what I mean nobody thought that was going to happen they thought those guys were going to go to war for sure and somebody was going to get knocked out but like that crazy um but yeah now Deshaun Strickland Deshaun Strickland rather is champion of the world and uh first U.S. champion in a long time, too. Isn't Sean O'Malley U.S.? I mean, yeah, but, like, that that's the same fucking span of a week, you know what I mean? Um, span of a week or two weeks, it's like, these are the first Uf- U.S. champions in a while. Yeah. Um, since Kamaru got head kicked, anyways. Not that long. He got head kicked, like, what, last year? Yeah. Yeah. Kamaru didn't really represent the US. No, he represented more Nigeria, where he was from. It's fine. Totally cool. But we got two UFC champions now, and they're both Sean. Sean, Sean, and Sean. Yep. And then Sean. Who's the other one? Shelby. Oh. Matchmaker. Ah, so that's how that happened. Sean, Sean, and Sean. Yeah, okay. I see. What was Strickland ranked? He was like ranked fourth. He was number five, I think. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure he was ranked number five. Um, But hey, nobody else was like there to take the shot at that point. And so he did, and he went in there and did his fucking thing. The man dance, as he calls it. 
Who all's in front of him? Huh? Like there's Duplices. I believe Duplices. it's Duplice. Um, Rob. Sorry, Rob. Robert Whitaker. I don't know if Robert Whitaker is in above him anymore. Five? I don't know if he's in the top five anymore. He might be still. Okay. I don't know. Um, I could look that up. I could see who's in the top five in middleweight. Um, you want to say like Gilbert Burns and guys like that are still in there? Well, Burns, Burns is welterweight. Oh yeah. Paulo. There we go. That's what I meant. Paulo might be in there as well. So. If you'll pull it up for me, sir. But, yeah, dude, uh, big UFC up, upset happened last weekend, as you already said. Um, I know you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just just something to mention, you know, for the people who watch this because they think we're going to talk about MMA. Um, Sean Strickland is the champion of the world right now, and in the top five below him is Adesanya, Duplessis, Whitaker, Cannoneer, Marvin Vittori. Cannoneer, that's right. Paulo Costa is number six. Roman Delizze is seven. Derek Brunson is eight. Jack Hermanson, nine. And Brendan Allen is number ten. Mm. Yep. Okay. Whole bunch of motherfuckers. Whole bunch of motherfuckers. Yeah. Paul Craig is a middleweight. Paul he, Craig just moved to middleweight. Okay. Because he got hit really hard by uh Me. by Johnny Walker. Yeah, Johnny Walker started hitting him really hard when he tried to catch his leg and he was like, Oh, maybe I'm just fat. And so he started losing weight. And then he had an awesome debut at middleweight. Yeah. I think you should go down to welterweight. He should? You. Oh. I don't they got a boat for that tiny lake. So they're totally good. What do you walk around at? I walk around at 190. Like right now, I'm probably like 195. Right. 196. So at the end of a fight camp, 185 is going to be like your walk around. Yeah. So yeah, you could totally go 170. Yeah, dude, I'd love to fight down there because in Thailand, I did fight down there. Uh, I fought at like 76, 77. Yeah, and then maybe you could fight Stephen Thompson. That would be fun. I don't know if I want to fight Wonderboy. Why not? He just seems too nice. Mm, he's good. Yeah, no, he's ex- extremely good, but he is a little too nice. Like, yeah, I don't know, dude. He's such a nice guy, you don't want to hit him nice in the guy. face. Like, I feel like it would be very, it'd be a, it'd be a, it'd definitely be a hard fight for sure. How about Kevin Holland? I'd, I'd love to fight Kevin Holland. Yeah? Yeah, he's a fun fight. You think you'd be cool with just having shit talk the whole time in the fight? Yeah. What do you think your response would be? I'd try and shit talk and I'd probably get hit a couple times. Yeah? Yeah, I'd love it. Fair, fair. Like, when, <clears throat> one thing that really helps in fighting is thinking of it like a video game because it is a video game bro Mm. it's like my best fights like my best performances have occurred with me being like yo this is like a video game like i remember after very vividly remembering that shit was like a video game because Mm -hmm. it's just like 
you know you know what I'm saying like kind of it, it's like you you're doing combos and it's like actually I played a lot of UFC growing up uh, so like when those combos click it's nice if that makes sense yeah absolutely man no it's cool um I don't usually think about that actively like it's a video game but like you kind of get into a headspace where you're just doing your thing and everything else is kind of zoned out or faded out or it's just a blur like the crowd it's hard to pick people out from the crowd in a fight because it's like the same way that in a video game all of their faces are just kind of meshed together just blurred together or blurred out um you get a little bit of tunnel vision and anything outside the ropes is like this doesn't matter right now it's fucking cool man my favorite thing like i don't actively think about it as like while i'm in it i don't actively think like this is like a video game but like after a fight it's like it's like a video game because of exactly that. Like you're focused in, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, man. And we really have like, we have fights all weekend this week, bro. We yeah. have fucking Friday. Friday is Deuce Almighty and Christian the Black Sheep. Yeah, like, man. I don't know when exactly this will come out, but September 15th and 16th, there's two different events going down. Um, Southeast K1 Championships, is gonna have Deuce and the Black Sheep, Christian himself, both fighting there, and then the next day, Bowditch. Yep. In the next day, Dude, we're going to another fight where we'll do. Uh, it's called Fight for It, and Phil will be making his comeback. Yaros, which I don't know if he's come on yet, actually. On he has podcast. Nah. Yeah, he, Yaros, you're a punk. Um, was, get on the pod. He was um, at it at uh, Luke's house. Was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like... He, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that was a while we ago. The, oh, that might have been for, like, five that seconds. That was a while yeah, ago. Was, wow, yeah. yeah. Um, That's, like, episode 16, probably. Yeah, that was a hot <laughs> minute. It was episode 12. Something, bro. But, no, <laughs> that's cool, that's cool. He should hop back on it. But he's fought now, so he's going in for his third. And then Kayla is debuting, which is really cool. Because I'm just ready for her to hit somebody really hard. Yeah. And, like, beat some bitch up. It's going to be wild. It's going to be cool, man. It's going to be really cool. Like, I can't wait to see Christian fight again. He's fighting some dude that looked like Jesse. Uh, and then uh, Deuce. Deuce is fighting a dude who's very similar to his style. It's going to be a cool fight, bro. It's going to be a fucking banger, bro. Yeah. And then I'm really... I'm upset that I'm not going to be there, but at the same time, it's like I have to get up early Saturday morning and I'm just going to stream it. It's going to feel weird because I've never, like, not been to a rope fight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I get to, like, I still want to see Colby's fight. I want to see AK's fight. And then, like, we have a lot of people we know and have trained with, or at least in the past. Mm-hmm that are going to be on that SKC card and then we have people we know that's going to be on that MMA card the next day because uh, the way Fight For It runs their promotions 
is like they'll have a PKB in the morning. We'll have a couple people doing that. Well, we cool. can't call it a PKB because that's branded. But Whatever. they'll have uh, some point kickboxing matches happening. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. At the next stop um, sign, turn left. Fuck you, the IKF. Yeah, shut up. Fuck Johnny Davis. Yeah, fuck, fuck Johnny Davis. Yeah, fuck Donnie Javis. Donnie Javis, Dio Bad. Johnny Narcissus Davis. A left, big dog. Left. Sorry if you guys have to deal with our um, navigation. We are, in fact, navigating somewhere. Going places we might not ever see again. Oh, did y'all want me to chug the tonic water? I mean, if you're down, bro, I think everybody else is down. Do I know them? Why'd they honk at me? I don't know. They're like pulled over over there. They must think you're gay. Um, anyways. What they want. Should we stop and help them? Nah, they're fine. They don't have their hazards on or anything. Maybe they're just pulling over because they lost. This old ass lady getting so close. Not my problem. Bye, old lady. Uh, yeah, we're on the road. We're just coming back from a Jag venture. We went up to the Hemlocks. It's gonna be fucking late for work, but yeah. that's okay. I'm sorry. That's the Jag's fault. You said so. you said four o'clock. Yeah. It'll be fine. It's it'll it's be all the way in Mills River, bro. It'll probably be a few minutes late. Oh. I thought you were going to the next Nah, nah, that would be nothing. <laughs> yeah. No concerns there. Uh, long story short, what were we saying? We have fights that we're excited for. Like, our friends are fucking awesome. When this episode drops, the, fight will, the, light, the fights turn will have already West happened. South. Uh, turn left. Left. The fights will already, the fights will have already happened. I want to add, like, a lot of contractions there. You know what I mean? Like, will have, had, have. Um, and it is, like, it's going to be cool, man. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited. Like, I'd say everybody's looking really fucking sharp. Like, bro, Yaros? Yaros is coming into his own little shit, bro. He's yeah. Got, like, he's really developing his style. He's looking fucking clean, bro. Yeah, Yaros is very clean man he's been he's been nice for a while and now like you said he's kind of stepping into his own um he's had some of the best head movement in the gym like in a kickboxing a muay thai context of any one of our guys like um so he's really he's doing really well and then he's chosen in his last two fights to just absolutely maul people with like a in and out of the clinch kind of style um and a lot of knees and so I love that. It's always a good plan. Um, especially when everybody's just out here doing kickboxing and then signing up for Muay Thai fights. But I guess he's kickboxing now, too. Fucking kickboxing. Why? Why can't we just throw elbows at each other? Because some people are babies. Why can't we just clinch and knee each other really hard? <laughs> oh, Sam's doing it, bro. <laughs> Why do Sam's I? Why do I only get three to five seconds to to grab somebody's head and try to knee them? Oh, I hear it. Huh? I hear it. Oh damn. Get closer. Make sure the gain's all the way up. 
chugging a tonic water, a diet tonic water. <laughs> With some kind of word I don't understand on the side of it. It says it contains quinine. Qu <laughs> quinine? Is that what that is? I don't know, big dog. But hey, chug that tonic water, dog. And the result is... <laughs> 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 there, there, there we go. I thought he was gonna puke, bro. <laughs> I, uh, me too. <laughs> that's the aftertaste. Letting it go, whatever came out came Yeah. Out. All that's right. The aftertaste. <laughs> it tastes like. Like I just puked a little. <laughs> but I don't think I did. All right, all right. Um. Okay, so what did you want to talk about today on the podcast? Some conspiracy shit? Yes, bro. Come on, man. I love going down rabbit right, holes. All right, if y'all have the information. Sam, would you like to describe what we're going to be talking about with the um, Arctic, Antarctic? So, titties with the nipple I don't know, like, all the names and, like, the dates that the Jack does. I have a paper somewhere right here. Right there? There's oh, a back. There's some stuff, like, circled. All right. Please take a few minutes to complete your wealth care. <laughs> On the other side. The other side. Holy shit! This is a lot of notes. It's so, not really. It's a whole page of notes, Jack. All I right. could have done. I probably could have done like three or four, to be honest. Y'all yeah, try and get Taco Bell. So, I'm, where's I'm Taco down. Bell? I don't know. I feel like there's one along this road, but the, at a later date. At a later date. <laughs> Anyways. We're too sober for Taco Bell. Um. So Operation High Jump was in August 1946. Right? Speaking nice and loud in the microphone. I'm you speaking hold, nice and loud. You can hold it if you want to. Okay. You can hold it too. <laughs> you yeah, I was, I was right about, right about here. Distance. Yeah. I, like right here? That's fine. Yeah, I, w I was totally fine with you holding it, Isaac, but That's cool. whatever. That's cool. You hold it. Bitch. <laughs> Pizza! You said? Okay. Trace! Yo, yo. Pizza! Trace! Stop! You fucking child. Alright. Well. <laughs> anyways. Literally Operation High Jump. Cool. Right. August 1946. This is during World War II. Isaac has to be to work. Um, Jack just ran a red light. No, he did not. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Jack did not run a red light. It was yellow. It was yellow until you got to the line where you should have stopped and then it turned red. Dog, it was red when I was already halfway Call it what you want. Call it what you want. It was running a red light. So, anyways. Allegedly! <laughs> Don't you... Okay, he's stopping this time. <laughs> you motherfucker. So, Snitch! Rat. During... <laughs> during... No, we stopped. Hey, you gotta roll down the. Uh, so we will, we will. Okay, we'll crack it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the U.S. is going down to Antarctica for some training purposes, putting air quotes around that. But really, it's to establish like a presence there and control of the Antarctic region. Not far. Right. What you looking at me like that for, uh, Isaac? I didn't know. Dog, he didn't look at you. <clears throat> Anyways, Admiral Richard Byrd was like, oh, he's got it in the notes. He, he's like this highly ranked, no 
punch buggy, no punch back. Um, sorry. Got interrupted by something. So. Rich Bird. Richard Bird. He's like this super highly ranked military dude, right? He has 22. 22 citations and commendations and a medal of honor, right? It's like, this is a really... Man literally has the medal of honor. Yelling and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they go down to quote unquote train personnel and test equipment in extreme conditions, right? And that's what that's what they said. But like I said, it was it was more about like establishing a presence there, like a sovereignty, a sovereignty where? in Antarctica. Okay. Yeah. And. While they were down there, right, Richard Bird was flying his plane, and then he had three hours of lost time, which basically means, like, he just wasn't there for three hours, right? And he had this diary that he wrote everything in, and he wrote about this place. So, okay. You didn't give me time to get this straight in my head, the Jag, but he's flying over, like, the actual South Pole, like, the South Pole, South Pole. South Pole, South Pole. Yeah, like, yeah, this center of Antarctica or whatever the like fuck. South Pole. Yeah. Yeah. And as he's flying, the land turns away from being snowy, and he starts seeing, like, green. He starts seeing trees, like, mountains. Um, it starts getting suddenly warmer. And he looks down on the ground and he's like, oh, I, th- I think I see an ele- elephant down there. And he gets a little closer. He's like, hold on, that's not an elephant. And then gets a little closer and he sees that it's a, a woolly mammoth, right? And after he starts noticing that, he sees this, like, UFO, like, the one that looks like the Rick and Morty you know, like a spaceship. flying saucer. Flying saucer. That's the more widely used term, but yeah, it comes up next to him as he's flying, and he starts like losing the controls of his plane, not like going crazy, but he's just being guided somewhere outside of his control. And he looks closer at the flying saucer that's next to him, and he sees uh, a swastika on it. A swastika. Right? A swastika. So, as he's being tractor beamed down, he meets this dude. I should probably refer back to the notes. Did you? Do you know if you took any notes about? He talks about meeting somebody named. You want me to go here? Yeah, let's do it. Go the. Uh, he talks about meeting somebody known, named her, not maybe not named, but went by the Grand Master. Like some Ku Klux Klan type shit. <laughs> That's a beautiful motorcycle. It's a cutie. It's a cutie rat tire. Oh, what am I it getting? Is. Dog, I don't know, but Bro. people, we're gonna take a quick Joe Rogan <laughs> style. I think I overlapped the tracks a little bit or something weird happened. Uh, can I put this back down here? Oh well, it's recording. You oh, see this? a lot of Diablo sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with some more. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat too. 
Yeah, I don't know what's happening on your thing right now, but it's recording. Maybe it's recording faster. What? I don't know. It looks the same. There's this bottom bar that looks like it's going faster. Zoom out, maybe. Mm -mm. I'm not doing shit. Okay. And again, we're back for Young Sam to finish it. Stop fucking eating, you fat ass. Hey. Finish explaining his um, story. About the Nazi UFO in Antarctica. That's where we were. All right. I was a police officer. I can take the map. Not. You knew what I meant, bitch. Hey, fuck the police. I'm just kidding. Coming straight from the underground. Um. Yeah, so. Homeboy, the military dude, meets the Grand Master. And the Grand Master talks to him about, like. Is this the one where they talk about, like, the Galactic Federation? No. No? Okay, well. That's a different story, but. He warns him about the nukes and shit. Yeah. He's like, this is like, uh, this is how humanity, this is a cycle of humanity goes on and destroys itself over and over again or some shit like that. Yeah. He was basically saying, like, people need to be more peaceful and once, once people are more peaceful, we can, like, work together and have all this cool technology, but until then... Did you like, read what the the super race was called? The alien race? Oh, the Aryans. Yes, and there's like a whole culture devoted to it called the Townies. Right? That's what I wrote down, Townies. I have a taco in one hand and uh, the mic in the other, so I can't really pick up the sheet right now. Heard. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and then... So that whole mission down there and he he came back eventually you know like after talking to the grandmaster dude and he had three hours of lost time which didn't make sense because his plane didn't have three hours of fuel right so he he couldn't have been flying around for that long but in general, that whole mission was supposed to last, what, six, eight months, you said? Six to eight months. Yeah, six to eight months. And they withdrew and after 40 days. Yeah. After after 40 days, they were heading back home with an unnumbered amount of casualties, but it seemed to be a lot, right? And... They just labeled it as soldier deaths. Yeah, they just labeled it as soldier deaths, but... Yeah, it was. It should not have had that many casualties just for training exercises, right? And yeah, how they how they found out about um, fuck, I keep forgetting his name, Richard, 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 Richard. So Richard came back from that mission and he was talking to everybody like hey we need to be more peaceful as a race and then he got briefed by the government in like a top secret room 
And then after that, nobody heard anything about it from him again. And I think that's a little weird. The government probably was talking to him like, hey, why are you going to listen to these secret Nazis anyways? It was a really dumb idea. Because their tech was like a million years ahead of ours. Okay, but if they're a peaceful race, why the fuck they're not peaceful with the Jews? Whoa, whoa, Hold up, hold up, hold up. Literally said that there was a swastika on this ship, the aliens were called the Aryans, and they were like, you know, very Nazi-related. These are the Nazi unaffiliated Nazis. The Hitler unrelated Nazis. And the swastika was a symbol of peace for thousands of years before Hitler ever even was a concept, right? Like, that's the only instance in history where the swastika has actually been used for evil. But I will say, like, the Nazis in Antarctica were Nazis. They just weren't necessarily as anti-Semitic as you might think just by hearing the word Nazi. Can you hold the mic up for a minute? Yeah. So, essentially in the story, uh, the story, at least, there's a whole set, like there's a species of alien, like a race of aliens called the Aryans. Uh, Are these just like aliens with a little bit of retardation? They're like, it's... You know, we're aliens. <laughs> <laughs> we're aliens. Uh, something like that, bro. Like, um, essentially, so, backstory. In 1938, Hitler started researching ways, because he knew he was going to enter a war. He knew he was going to enter a big war. So Hitler started researching into, like, and this is, like, known facts. Uh, you can Google, fact check me, whatever about this. But Hitler started looking into ancient weapons and shit like that. Because this man was looking for magic ways to not lose the war. Uh, because he knew he was about to do some crazy shit and start a war. And he was getting ready for it. He had his secret weapons guy, Hans Kimmer, or some shit like that. I wrote it on mm-hmm. the paper. Um, a really German name. The, the dude who was at the head of his secret weapons project. And this guy went down in 1939 to Antarctica uh, with a whole ship full of people called Schwabman. Sam, can you look at that paper for me? What's it? Do you see what it says? New Schwabenland or... Newfoundland? No. It says like Schwabenland on the thing. But they brought a ship called like the Schwabenland or something like that. Don't quote me on the names because we still had Hogwarts. Uh, there's always a bunch of shit going on. Zoom in? What? I don't know. I'm just looking at what you're writing down. I don't know. Oh. You see that? You were, you were dead on it. Schwabenland. Okay, yeah. Uh, the ship that they took down was called Schwabenland. And then uh, we didn't learn about a lot of this shit because of the U.S. So, uh, I don't know. I'm going to get back into the story. But uh, they went down there. They claimed a whole area. 
known as New Schwabenland, and it was originally supposed to be like an like an offensive base, uh, aka base number two eleven. But then, as the war started ending slash progressing further, it it was believed to be to have been turned into more of like a defensive purpose. Uh, because they were getting their asses beat, and they were like, yeah, we need to hide. Uh, Hitler's fucking crazy, and all this other shit's going down, and long story short, they found an area, like, there's an area in Antarctica where there's, like, a geothermal vent, so it heats up, like, there's a geothermal vent in the ocean, so it heats up all the land above it, and there's, like, a little patch, like, a little unfrozen river and everything, and a little green land in the middle of Antarctica or some shit like that. And I'm not like a geopolitician or anything <laughs> like that. Like I don't, I'm not the best with shit like that. Long story short, long story short, Germans went there, set up a base. And then later on, like 1946, 1947, whenever this went down, our man, Richard Bird, that Sam was talking about, the heavily decorated fucking admiral. He was a rear admiral. He was like one of the youngest rear admirals in history. And it was insane. Uh, this dude literally had the fucking Medal of Honor, like from the video game. <laughs> but Like from real life. Yeah, from real life, yeah, yeah, whatever. Shut the fuck up. Um... But this dude, he was like, I'm gonna go, uh, he didn't say that publicly, but basically he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check out Alaska, or Antarctica to see if there's any, uh, any Nazis hiding out there, because there's rumors of Base 211, like, getting to as, get to be as big as, like, a small city, like, it got to a reasonable size, and... No reports were ever claimed to have found this magic Nazi base in the ice, but there's some serious evidence showing that the Germans did go there for a certain chunk of time with a supply ship and everything. And that head, the the head secret weapon dude, the Hans Kimmer, whatever the fuck I, name I wrote down, that dude, he really disappeared after that year. Nobody had ever heard from him again. Uh, and then with the whole Richard Bird thing, he talks about like when he went out there, um, when he went out there when he was flying, like his secret, his secret journey he went through, he started seeing all green pastures and he saw fucking mammoths and shit and like, then he saw a fucking Nazi UFO right next to him. It sounds a little bonkers, but... I like it. I like to. I like it, man. I like it a lot. Uh, it sounds wild. I, I like to believe in wild shit. I like diving down the rabbit holes. I know you and Sam and Isaac do too. I like Taco Bell. Isaac like Taco Bell. We all like Taco Bell. We stopped and got Taco Bell. We took a Taco Bell style Joe Rogan this spring. Yep. Uh, we got some beautiful Taco Bell. If you can hear the ASMR of us like crinkling the packages and shit, you're welcome. I hope it helps you sleep tonight. Or like beat your meat tonight. Like whatever you do. Hold on. No. 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 Okay. I'm, I'm with Isaac on this one. No. But yeah, like more shit about Antarctica. Have you 
have you looked into um, no that's good I'm, I'm <laughs> well, <that's laughs> oh dude yeah no 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 so did oh, no. you I didn't even get my point across yet. bro I got one even more taco to this if you day. will just take this okay fine to this day you can't go to Antarctica without written permission from one of a few countries uh, you damn well can't fly over it you can't fly over the North Pole either like there's some of the most highly regulated areas in the world for no reason at all um, but go ahead the jack yeah dude like nobody's even supposed to go up there unless you have like specific permission from one of the 12 countries that allows you to go up there which is kind of wild uh, because it's literally a part of the world like anywhere else uh, long story short like Richard Bird went up there in 47, 48 whatever year it was he took I think I wrote the numbers down on paper but he took 5,000 men like 22 battleships including uh 13, my bad, not 22, 13. 13 battleships full of 5,000 men. One it, one of these ships that he took, not specifically like battleships, but one of these ships that he took was like a new, a brand new state-of-the-art aircraft carrier. And this aircraft carrier was like fully equipped with like bombers, planes, helicopters, the full 10, the full 12 yards. Is that is that the what? same, the full nine yards? What, what's the same, like? I don't know, dog. I mean, you went the full 12, I guess. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Um, yeah. Like, it was fully equipped, like, with weapons, ammo, you, like, you name it, bro, it's there. Uh, there were, they even had fucking a, an attack submarine, bro. Like, why? And it was all to, quote, unquote, test... To, to fucking train soldiers to test their equipment under cold circumstances like make it make sense to do to do geographic research there were no scientific studies that were released from this none uh, yet they went there to do scientific studies and to do trainings and there's no evidence of that there's evidence of them going up there for 40 days they had planned for 6 to 8 months and all those people, all those ships heading all that way up to Antarctica, or I guess down because it's the South Pole. Uh, it doesn't make sense, bro. They planned for six to eight months and they turned back after 40 fucking days. Uh, and then the journal that Sam was talking about, in the journal Sam was talking about, Richard, quote unquote, Richard Bird starts talking about... Uh, like these UFOs, like he came back from the thing to tell everybody, like he came back to their base and he was like, yo guys, there's some crazy shit. And then allegedly a bunch of like little like skirmishes happened and, and where ships would like burst out of the water and just start vaporizing shit. Am I supposed to get on here? No. Um, no. Okay. Doesn't want you to. Alright, just making sure. Uh, but allegedly, like, a 
one of the things that's really suspicious about it is because they talk about like in the official reports the official evidence that this even took place they talk about soldier deaths like there were casualties it doesn't list any specific number so yeah. nobody really knows but why the fuck doesn't it list a number you know like out of 5,000 people, it shouldn't be that crazy of a number, but it's like there shouldn't be a casualty number for for training. And they turned back after 40 days, like their official reason was it was bad weather conditions. Which is exactly what they wanted. It's what they planned on. Yeah. Right? It's fucking, it's Antarctica, it's not gonna be sunny.
Okay then. There's too much of a pause. I don't believe him. You don't believe him? No. Okay. You count like. How about the, you, Justin? The bars that go straight through with like the. I mean, those count. Yeah. Yeah. The Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for jagging off with us this week. If you guys have any suggestions of topics for us to talk about or rabbit holes for us to venture down, we will happily do it. Uh, 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 I appreciate the support. If you listen this far, make sure you like, download, follow, subscribe, do all that shit. And Isaac, say something. (laughs) All right, motherfucker. Second outro. Have a good day. (laughs) Go do something with your body. Bitch.